Welcome to another edition of Talk and Share the Podcast. I'm your host, Clay Sheffrey. And I'm your boy, Ryan Bodwin. My boy. Good to hear from you again, Ryan. How you doing today? Ah, you know, dropped a ton of money on Christmas lights. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a horrible week, though. Um, today was a little bit of a shock, but sure, because of that. Sure. Well, well, we'll get into that in a bit, because I got some opinions yeah. about uh, decorating people's houses in general. Um, you know, today it is November 24th, and... Um, I think, as always, we'll start with a little recap. You know, I'm going to say, uh, as, as abysmal as my fantasy football season has been, I, I, I reconstructed how I'm going to view this. And in my opinion, I'm winning, right? Because you and I have played now twice, and I beat you both times. <laughs> and so, of all three of my wins, two of them are against you. And um, you know, hey, how do you that, feel about that? <laughs> if that? If that's how you have to gauge your season being good, then I'll take it. I'll let you sleep well for that one. Three I am. I'm yeah. three wins, and uh, you know I'm I'm gonna try to avoid the chode, and uh, and perhaps you could inform me, right? But I think all the teams that don't make the the upper playoff bracket make the lower bracket, right? So I still technically could win my fifty bucks fifty bucks back, correct? Um, no. If you finish, no. if you if you go into the consolation bracket in ninth or tenth, I don't oh. think you can win it. Interesting. So I got to at least get to eighth. So I got to I got to take a look and see if I even have a chance or if I'm just right. paying spoiler, which I don't mind. I don't mind. Oh my god, I hate fantasy football. I think I started out four and one, and I've lost. I've gone five and one since then. Does that sound about right? I think Problem. five you weeks mean one ago. One and five. Yeah, yeah, one and five. Five weeks ago, I think I had statistically, I had like an eighty percent chance of making the playoffs, and I just. I'm I'm taking statistics and I'm rubbing my balls all over it and throwing it in the gutter right now. That's so all you can bullshit. do, man. <laughs> Such bullshit, man. I'm a man of odds and they never fall in my favor. I feel like you're the luckiest guy I've ever met. Walking into a casino with you is like one of my most dreaded feelings ever. Because you always win. Always. I wouldn't say I always win, and I will say I have been a very lucky person in life. Um, although I feel that I have had bad luck and good luck, uh, I, I'll just really, re, really quickly recap the worst month of my life, November 1996. Uh, in that month, I had, as you know, I had a classic car. Uh, I got two, two moving violations and a parking ticket, and then on the last day of the month, my car got stolen. Oh, wow. Worst month of my life. But I also had the best year of my life was 2006. Uh, I got married. I appeared on The Price is Right, previously mentioned on the show. Uh, and on my honeymoon, I hit a bad B jackpot playing poker. So <laughs> go figure. Nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just amazed that you can remember that much stuff. I have the worst memory out of anyone that I know. I, I, I'm a little jealous that you have that good of a memory. Well, there's reasons why you have bad memory. I, uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> Alzheimer's runs in my family. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so speaking of uh, celebrations, you had mentioned something to me about the Bucks and some unique TD celebration, and I tried to find it, but I couldn't. So uh, I need you to tell me about it. Yeah, and it was. Then, uh, uh, it was last night's game. It was pretty funny. I think. I don't know if you've noticed, but like when the uh, defense pulls off an interception or like a fumble, they all kind of gather together and do a group celebration. I don't know if you've noticed that the past year or two. I've been um, seeing it. Yeah, and last night 
they picked off um gosh who were they playing the bucks versus the rams the bucks they picked off Goff, and they lined up and i'm not joking there was like 11 people in a line sitting in a row looking like they were on a rowing crew team and they all started rowing i was you know to have 11 guys on the same page after a big play like that it was just you know i I like seeing cooperation and choreo the what is it choreography choreography correct yeah you know I, i love the dancing i love the dancing what can i say so it wasn't a TD celebration. It was a, a defensive play celebration. Correct. Correct. So I guess uh, celebration in general. God. Um, well, I went and, you know, me looking for this, I found the top 10 TD celebrations of all time. Oh, um, give me the top three. So I don't remember them in exact order, but I will say that Chad Johnson had like six of them. So yeah. I was, I was like, man, that guy, that guy's legit. Yeah. I uh, feel like. Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco, Terrell Owens, and maybe Randy Moss probably took out the whole top ten. Yeah, well, actually, none of those guys was number one. Number one was uh, Joe Horn from the Saints. And I think, yeah, exactly, right? Who? And uh, I I can't remember exactly what it was, but he – God, what did he do? He called. Yeah, that's what it was. He had a teammate had um, oh. a phone in his in his pads, and he took out the phone and he called his mom to celebrate, and was you know, incidentally then fined by the NFL. And uh, yeah. one of them, <laughs> I do remember that. I do remember one that. of Chad Johnson's was when he uh, he actually pulled out a sign after he scored that says, "Please don't find me, NFL. Merry Christmas." Yeah. Uh, that back when they were finding him. I think my all-time favorite was uh, Randy Moss when he, um, I think it was on Thanksgiving Day, actually, and Al Michaels had, like, a fucking meltdown live on TV. Randy Moss, like, fake pulled his pants down and wiped his ass on the goalpost. Yep, yep. That was number eight, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Al Michaels, like, shit himself. He was like, that is disgusting. That is horrible. Well, I think what I found amazing about this list is it didn't go back to like the original, right? Like I just remember growing up as a kid and it was all about the Iggy shuffle from the Browns, right? Every time Iggy scored a touchdown, he did the Iggy shuffle. Uh, And that was like the original TV celebration. Do you remember that movie Basketball with the guys from South Park? Yeah, I do. I I didn't see it, but I remember it. Yeah, I feel that always that movie killed it with the uh, TD celebrations. I think I remember like a football team doing like the Irish jig in the end zone in that movie, like (laughs) river dancing, like that. Yes, yes. I feel like we're not too far off from that. (laughs) No, and that's what I was wondering. I'm like, so the NFL stopped finding them now because the fans wanted the celebrations, right? Right, pretty much. They had enough, you know, pushback that they were like, okay, have fun. I think there are some limitations, yeah. but I think they're pretty um, open to it, to letting whatever people want to do. Well, my one of the ones I thought was pretty funny was uh, Terrell Owens, you know, and there was like a recent uh, ode to this where he went out on the Dallas Star and spiked it on the Dallas Star. Oh, and then uh, he got Dallas. his head taken off. <laughs> he got leveled by the safety. That was awesome. Yeah, I think it was um, Stefan Diggs tried doing that. Yep, and they said nope. They tried to like <laughs> yeah. The his own players, him. his own players pulled him away. They were like, "Don't do it. Don't do yeah. it." <laughs> yeah. What What would you? What would you? So let's say let's say you. You know, it was like a make a wish, make a wish thing, and they said Clayton Sheffrey, 
you, your wish is being granted, and you're going to get to run in a touchdown in an NFL game. What would be your t- TD celebration? So I think I would have to like you know pretend I was like ringing up like an accountant. I was like ringing up the register <laughs> and and making you know getting the total, and then I would be like ching, and then I would just throw the ball off or something like that. Oh, that's um, good. I like that. You yeah. put a little thought into this. You know, I had been thinking about it, and I hadn't really come to any thought until just now. Because you inspire me, my friend. Oh, uh, don't lie. You've been you've been practicing in front of the mirror for the last twenty two years. So, do, do you have one? I, f- I feel like I would do the old like put your hands on your knees and just open your legs really fast. Remember that one? Where you, like, Isn't that put... the Iggy Shuffle? Is that the Iggy Shuffle? I didn't even. Sure. You know, that age is that shows our age a little bit, I guess. I, I, a little bit before my time, the old man. Uh. Yeah, how old are you again? I forget. You're like you're not that much older than I or no. younger than I am. Thirty, thirty-seven ish, give yeah, or take. Okay, so you're a good six years younger than me. Five, give six years. Take. Yeah, you know. You so uh, I think we, uh, you know, we here at Talking Shit, we have a couple of uh, corrections, uh, things we owe the audience, etc. Uh, I'm going to start <laughs> first by uh, throwing you under the bus for spreading the fake news out there. Um, you know, Tommy Lasorda is still alive and well. He is in the hospital, maybe not well, but he is alive. So our, we had a fan tell us that, uh, or one of our listeners tell us, and we were dead wrong on that, and we were. Well, I came back and told him that it was a classic <laughs> story of the Christ has risen. He, I, I did some fact-checking of my own, and it turns out that he did, in fact, pass away. And three days later, um, on at... The crack of dawn, he rose from the dead, and uh, he's back in the ICU. Um, he's holding on. <laughs> but, yeah, I wasn't completely wrong. I was a little wrong. He is alive, but he did die. So, oh, okay. <laughs> sure. Clear things so. speaking, sure. speaking, Speaking of people dying, did you see the, uh, the little mini confrontation between uh, the coach of the Titans, Mike Vrabel, and the coach of the Ravens, Harbaugh? After you know, I, I read about that and I did try to watch the video and, you know, both coaches said it was nothing. Uh, you know, it, it looked like Harbaugh was dissing him, but both coaches were just like, no, you know, we shook hands and we went on our way. And, you know, they were more discussing the altercation before the game more than anything, I thought. What what happened before the game? I might not have seen that. So before the game, the Titans all kind of gathered on the in the middle on the Ravens logo and the coaches were coming up and like kind of telling them to get off of there and this and that and so like that's why it was such a heated game right away and um I did not know that yeah I just I'm not a big Harbaugh fan I thought it was just funny seeing the two of them because Mike Vrabel is a former player so he just towers over Harbaugh yeah he's a big guy I was just picturing like like Harbaugh. What are you gonna do? Be careful with your mouth this time, buddy, because this guy can fuck you up if you wanted to. Yeah, well, and I always get all the Harbaugh's mixed up because isn't there like another one that coaches the Niners or something like that? Yeah, there's like a Jim, a James, a Jackson, a Jonathan. Yeah, a bunch of fucking crybabies. Just imagine growing up with the last name Harbaugh. Like, ugh. Like, yeah. I don't know. I could just imagine the shit he must have gotten but yeah i mean as a patriots fan i'm not a fan of uh the harbaugh and uh, that coaches the ravens i think he's a big baby it's much like chuck pagano fuck him 
Everyone well, likes everyone likes Chuck Pagano because he got cancer. He's one of the worst fucking coaches in the NFL history. But everyone, he got he hate, got like he was the guy that coached the Jets, right? Was, was no, he was? coached he coached the Colts. You're thinking of Rex Ryan. Oh yeah, yeah. The guy who See, fucking I don't like, tattooed uh, he tattooed himself with a uh, picture of his wife on his arm with a fucking Mark Sanchez jersey. Oh so God. creepy. So creepy. <laughs> you know, so funny story about Mark Sanchez, right? So. He has a brother, and his brother is a title rep in San Diego, believe it or not. <laughs> so, really? It's hysterical. This guy's huge. And his claim to fame is, yeah, I'm Mark Sanchez's brother. So, Do you work with him ever? No, no. I mean, uh, I just ran into him at a caravan or something a couple times, and I was just like, wow, so you're in title. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> so, <laughs> the good thing you're not a New England fan, because anyone else... I feel like most other people would have been like, God, your brother's a pussy and he sucks yeah, that profile. Exactly. Butt fumble. Exactly. Butt fumble. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So item number two on the agenda is I need to uh, div- I need to divulge my middle name uh, because we had passed 100 listens over the last week. So thank you to all of our listeners. Yes. Um, thank you very much. So do you have any guesses? I'll, I'll tell you that it starts with S. Well, I'm, I'm, I, before we get into that, I'd like to know, were you, did you ever have the nickname, the chef growing up? No, but I had a chef's takeout. That was my nickname. I had that oh, for a little good. while. Yeah. I, I mean, it all started because we were playing basketball and someone's like, oh, it's chef's takeout. It's like, what the fuck? Oh uh, man. I like, I wish I would have thought about that during softball. I would have called you the chef all the time. Pay homage to the chief. Yeah. Well, I'm feasting on everything right i cook it up and feasted on all those pitches exactly. and all my my huge batting average that i had what was my average uh, wasn't it like 780 or something I, I, just, I remember one season we put the everyone put ten dollars in that was a fun season that was it was awesome yeah, yeah i would have called right. a chef be like cook up some gumbo clay cook up some yeah. gumbo good <laughs> so without no further ado my middle name is Stuart. Stuart stewie mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's why I never use it. Now, can you guess how I spell it? S-T-E-W-A-R-T? Eh, wrong. Well, let, More let, like Stuart Little. S-T-U-A-R-T. Oh, shit. I forgot about that way. Yeah, huh. so. Technically, you don't spell it that way. Your parents spell it that way. My parents spelled it that way. That's how it's on my driver's license. So, um, huh. And that... that is my friend my lineage to my great Irish um, uh, royalty name of the Stewart family? Ooh, uh-huh. so that means anything. So I have a question for you. you. You said that's what's on your driver's license. They, I just noticed the other day they fucked up my street name. Like they misspelled my street name on my driver's license. You think I'm gonna have any problems with that down the road? No, I don't think so. I mean. Your, your driver's license or your passport, it's all about your name and, and your picture, not necessarily where you live, because you, where you live changes all the time, especially you. I mean, you're a vagabond. Yeah. yeah, seriously. I've had three, four different driver's licenses in the past four years. Yeah. So. I'm like the gypsy king over here. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. And then the, uh, so our last item is, well, in fact, Ken Jennings is, in fact, the next host of Jeopardy. So Kenny did you put Jay. did you did you put any money on it? I did. I put ten thousand dollars on it. And what did that pay? Like twenty cents. <laughs> <laughs> so now I think we need to be taking like bets on how long will he be the host. 
Oh, do you think they're going to do something? Didn't they do something like that when he was sick last time and they had like a bunch of guest hosts? Or was that Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune or something like that? I don't remember. I'm not a huge Jeopardy fan. I just uh, I just yeah. saw that he was the interim host. So meaning he's not going to be the permanent uh... one. And so I wonder if there's still bets out there for who's going to be the permanent host to replace Ken Jennings. Jeez, I wonder. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have to look that up. I think that would be a little interesting segment to to bring in weekly is find the most ridiculous prop bets that we can find out there. Because there's got to be like some that. weird shit. I like you that. Know? I like that. Yep. Like, um, even if it's like American Idol, I mean, that's not that weird. But I'm sure we could get, you know, five yeah. weirder. Yep. So when I say down under, what do you think about? Um, jeez. I either think of... Like really, really gross um, undercarriage of a woman, or I think of Australia. That was what I was hoping you were going to say, because that's exactly what I wanted to talk about is Australia. Okay, uh, I wasn't sure if you were going with the uh, <laughs> smelly vagina comment. I thought it's I we talked about that right enough there. already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I am I am appalled with the Australians today. Um, wow. you know, as, as you know, or people might guess, I'm a pretty, uh, liberal person. I, I care about the environment. I, uh, you know, I, I recognize it as a problem and Australia, two of their provinces, I think is what they're called just passed these insane laws where they are going to tax people per mile or per kilometer, I guess, for every kilometer that they drive in an electric vehicle. So they are de-incentivizing the use of electric vehicles. Damn. I don't know anything about it to really comment on it. I I mean, I hope you got that from a reliable source and not one of Trump's fake news. No, no, it's totally reliable. Uh, You know, it also the same information, you know, is talking about how at the same time we have like Great Britain and the EU that they just moved up the the ban like basically in britain come 2025 i want to say you can no longer buy a combustible car you have yeah. to buy an electric car right um, no i saw that wow that's crazy and they're yeah see that's one thing i saw when we were looking we were looking a little bit ago about you know moving abroad and uh you know it was talking about australia new zealand canada costa rica and right away australia was off the off the chart because i'm Definitely some issues with racism, police brutality. Um, well, you know how uh, the original, obviously not the Aborigine people, but like the original uh, settlers of Australia, if you will, European or, or Western settlers, right? You know what? You know who they were, right? No. So basically, like, like European countries sent all their criminals to Australia. That's that's what they just sent them all there. They're like, no, you gotta oh, go yeah. live in Australia. You're a fucking yeah. criminal. You're gonna go live in Australia. Wow, that's crazy. You know, I've never heard anyone bring that up for years. I think I, I felt like I learned that in, like, middle school. Yeah, essentially, yeah. it was, like, the world prison yeah. for a long time. Well, and this is the country that, you know, again, I know a lot's happened, but just a year ago, they had a fire that was burning for, like, two months. Like, it burned, like, 80% of the outback or whatever. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they're being decimated by global warming and then de-incentivizing uh, of you know uh, one avenue that'll help help with climate change it just blows mm. my mind that'd be interesting um, i'm definitely gonna write that down do a little bit of research on it because i wonder what their reasoning is for the, for that their, their reasoning is that well we're gonna make a whole lot less tax money because we're not getting people 
taxing because they do tax fuel right and so since people are not using the fuel and being taxed well we need to tax them another way so it's just a money grab um yeah i terrible. mean it's not like if they go to combustible vehicles they are, are going to avoid the tax they're going to get the tax either way right but it's it's not the point is combustible engines are contributing to climate change electric vehicles help reduce the climate right, but, change footprint i'm not going to say that that you know given the batteries and all those problems but what if what if they do the same thing follow suit as england and say well we don't have to incentivize it anymore because we're going to get rid of them by 2025 you're not going to have a choice you're going to have to drive an electric vehicle so there's no more they don't need to incentivize it now they can just tax it Sort of, although to be clear, England England's not saying you can't drive it. They're just going to say you can't buy a new one. You can't you can't sell new combustible engines. So they're going to lose that tax money. So I, I get it. Correct. I mean, now that you don't need to incentivize it because you put a law in place, now we can move over and still recoup that tax money for the better of our country. Because that tax money is going to go to something, you know, right. and- quote, you know, ideally for the better of the the community, the country, the people. I, I guess, and I, I, I didn't do a ton of research on this, but I think it's like they are have they are more they are taxing the electric vehicles per kilometer worse than they are taxing the combustible ones. So people are now de incentivized to. Well, they're not going to have a choice versus oi, oi, oi. status quo, apples to apples. No, they do still have a choice in Australia. They can they can do whatever they want. They're they're not they haven't put those mandates in place where you have to. You can no longer buy combustible engines. That hasn't happened in Australia. That was only in England. In any event, this was supposed to segue into you got a golf cart. I did. I did. Yes, we just got one, what, maybe two or three days ago. And it's um, all electric, I'm assuming? Yeah, yeah, battery powered. She hums like a uh, hummingbird. Nice and quiet. Well, you know I have like two electric bikes at my house that, that we use. Oh, do you? Yeah. Do you? Huh. Like bicycles, you mean? Yeah, like like actual electric bicycles. So you pedal, and it helps, you know. And and what's awesome about one of them is that it uh it has a big carriage in the back where both kids can fit into it, and that's why we bought it. Oh, so we could cool. take the kids with us to you know the school, or the beach, or whatever, and right, not right. have to uh, not have to drive or look for parking. So. Yeah, I mean that's kind of why we did it. We live in a community that has a clubhouse that has a dude. Our pool here is fucking amazing. It's like I'm not shitting. It looks like a, a Vegas pool. Um, really? and it's heated so we use that quite a bit so that that'll be nice to use looking at christmas lights everyone's starting to put up the christmas lights yeah we've been going out every night um one odd thing that i'm noticing is everyone's so much fucking nicer in the last two days everyone's waving at me <laughs> like i feel like i'm gonna run for the fucking head of hoa after this like, <laughs> i feel like i'm a shoe in man <laughs> now do you guys own that house or do you guys did you guys rent it no, no, we rented it, so I can't, okay. I can't, I can't technically. Like, could you? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll put some sides out, you know? I'll be like, yeah, riot for press. Hell yeah. I mean, I feel like if I paid enough money to someone, I could get it no matter what, right? Well, and you already have the slogan, right? We already talked about this. Make make whatever your HOA name is greater. Like, that's all it's yes. got to be. Yes, make, make Miralago greater. Yes. Yeah, Miralago. Oh, God, it's just too close to, like, Mar-a-Lago. Oh, I, I, don't know, like I, I know. don't like I know. it. I don't like it. I know. I know. Part of me so, likes it because of that, because I like – so that's my new term because I don't have any skin in the game with president. I don't care. 
if Trump would have won, I think it would have been the same thing. I mean, Trump's a little bit more of a wild card, but I don't think the president plays that much of a role in the world. I think they're more of a spokesperson. Um, I think the whole process, 330 billion people getting two people shoved down your throats is bullshit. So what I like to, you know, we've gotten some heated debates off, um, off of the air. And, um, you know, one thing I kind of coined it today is I like to pull it a troll. I don't care, but I like, if I'm talking to a Republican, I'm all on Biden's nuts. If I'm talking to a Democrat, I'm all on Trump's nuts because I don't care. I think it's funny when people get that upset. So it's kind of my like political, I guess. I guess, I guess my opinion is, you know, to not care is, is to not really realize how much you should care. Right. I'm talking about the president. I'm not talking about, well, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Right. Like you, you, you should care because the president is going to control the direction of our country uh, as it Mm. pertains to climate change, as it pertains to our school systems that our kids are going to have to go to. You know, I feel I am a warden for See, my I feel children. like school school is more on the local state level. I don't, I don't know, man. Anything to do with I, the president. I don't know. Like that, you know, I agree that a lot of it comes down to the local level. But, you know, if the federal government had stepped in and said, hey, like just just this is just a micro thing with the COVID-19 situation. Right. The federal government stepped in and said, hey, we're we're setting aside all of this money so that all the public schools can be ready to reopen in the fall. We're going to give them. Uh, plexiglass we're gonna we're gonna yeah, uh, outfit them to be able that. to do why not why there's not? no way that would happen on a fed like they couldn't i don't think they could just come up with money like that that would be that would take so much money and you would need state help well it's not just like it's not just the federal dollars right it's federal dollars along with the state dollars that are going to be used to improve upon that like our schools in my in my school area in my area we had money to be able to reopen like my school district in San Diego is one of the few that reopened because we're wealthy right we have there's there's people with wealth there's PTA money etc but you have all these low income areas that they can't even possibly consider doing that they don't they have kids that don't have internet every kid in my school has a laptop that is like assigned to them even provided by the school and it's money right like it's and don't just don't tell me the federal government can't just come up with money they just come up they came up with a trillion dollars you know 750 billion of it that went to big corporations and and you know these small businesses and and whatnot so <laughs> absolutely the federal government just because of a like pandemic though i mean well that's what you're I was ta- talking about. you're talking i mean i couldn't even imagine how trillion how many trillions of dollars that would be your idea there i mean I just, I my, don't, think, my point I mean, is, it sounds, you it sounds care. beautiful. My point is you should care. Nah, I don't, not about the president. I just well, don't. I, I happen to know that you'll want to get the last word because that's how we are between the two of us. So I'm going to just leave it there. I'll just, I'll just leave it there. Uh, so tell me about your Christmas lights. Christmas. You're just gonna, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. We put our Christmas lights up today. Well, we didn't put them up. We uh we decided to hire someone. Oh my god, um, very expensive. And it wasn't it wasn't the labor that was expensive. It was the lights. So we bought lights, and our fucking house looks like Clark Griswold's house <laughs> from, from Chris's vacation, dude. Are they was, LEDs? Oh yeah. So that's it was super expensive because we bought LEDs. Apparently, this fucking guy like knows the knows where to buy the most expensive Christmas lights and. In southern florida 
So here's uh, the question, right? Because I feel when people put up Christmas lights, they have one or two, one of two themes that they go with, right? They either go all white or all colors. So which way did you go? Oh, uh, we go. We went multicolor. Yeah, all I don't the colors. Go all white. Yeah, that's not my style. And is it just like the the eaves, like the the, the eaves, or or like how many oh, lights? No. Do you have a number? Uh, dude, we yeah, no, I don't have a number, but we spent way too fucking much on it. And I mean, we have a huge like thirty foot palm tree that's done up. Um, we live in a two story house, so like every fucking like rooftop is done. Um, another tree is done. Like seventeen bushes in front of my house are done. It's just ridiculous, dude. It's so bright. It's so bright. <laughs> and your electric bill is going to go through the roof, even if they are LEDs. Yeah. So, like, we, you know, we were kind of, because my wife, Chrissy, didn't go into work today because the guy was hanging all the lights and we were hanging out and, you know, we were taking, kind of joking around, like, how much is it going to cost? How much is it going to cost? And, you know, I went to pick up dinner and I come back and she's kind of settling the bill away <laughs> and she tells me what it is and, Instantly, I was just fucking in a horrible mood. Horrible mood. So should I and take just, a guess? Yeah, if you want to, go for it. I'll tell you if you're over or under. Uh, I'm going to say $450. Way over. Fucking way, way over. over. Okay, good. Well, that's good. Uh, way over. $250. Oh, no, no, no. Way under. Sorry. You oh, were way oh, under. Oh. Way under. What? Oh, I'm sorry. So way under. 450 was way under. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I, I honestly don't know what the final tally came up to. Christy knows better than to tell me shit like that. Um, but yeah, it was wow. way over that. So um, it sounds like it went into the next digit, right? four digits instead of three. Yeah, yeah, it was in the four digits. Um, and then, so I was fucking pissed. Like, night just instantly <laughs> ruined. And there's like joyful, like multicolored lights out front. You know, most <laughs> most normal people would be happy and I'm just fucking instantly pissed. But then I kept telling myself, so, like, dude, really nice guy. He had just adopted a 12-year-old boy. Like, he he was a nice guy. And then I was like, all right, fucking tone it down. This is a good guy. You know, at least he kind of helped him out. He does car detailing, so this is kind of a side gig. And, you know, I went out, looked at the lights, grabbed a cup of hot cocoa, and just chilled out. And I, I feel I feel like I'm in a better place now. I, I feel like we can laugh about it. Ha, 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 ha. Good for you, man. <laughs> yeah. That I, was a force. Uh, that was a forced laugh. I've never been a uh, Christmas light guy. My dad never did it when I was a kid. I always wanted him to. He never did. I've never done it. So yeah. I just, I don't want to be that guy that has his Christmas lights up and it's still like, you know, it's March and his Christmas lights are still up because I'm too lazy to get on the ladder and pull them down. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, I was the same way. My dad never, I mean, we did him a couple times, but it was not nearly constant a constant thing um but yeah as soon as as soon as like the day after christmas those things are fucking down um i won't be doing it we'll hire him again his hourly rate wasn't bad another thirteen hundred dollars <laughs> no no that that won't be as bad i mean it won't be bad anymore because we bought all the fucking lights but jesus i swear to god if those lights don't last five fucking years dude i'm gonna be pissed so what's funny is, you know, I, we always did the inside of the house, right? Always, of course, you do that. Uh, and I still have, to this day, these Christmas lights for my tree that are an absolute fire hazard, right? They are those, like, really old school lights that, like, they heat up and then the, the, the oil bubbles in them. And so it looks like they're moving 
You know what I'm talking about? No, I've never oh, seen them. Oh my god, dude, they're awesome. Like they are. Uh, <clears throat> it's kind of like an upside down candy co- or like ice cream cone, and um, and so oil like the powered hot, Christmas lights. It's not oil powered, so the light bulb heats up and it heats up the oil so that the oil bubbles, and so then there's this constant like bubbling motion going on in your tree. You just see. I'll have to take a picture and send it to you because they're they're just freaking awesome. And I refuse to not use them every year, even though they're an extreme fire hazard. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And my mom always made like Christmas village. Like she had a village where every year she would add another building and and it was like little people skating on the ice pond. It was, it was hysterical. Hey, you just got to have a fireman on call, you know, it'll be good. Yeah. Or fire, you know, whatever. I mean, no, it never did burn down. So, so far, so good. Do you guys do real tree or fake tree? Real tree. I like the smell. Yeah, yeah we did real trees for the last like six, seven years, and we're we're done with it. Really? Just, so fake tree? Yeah. Yeah, we we got a couple fake trees. Um, so. You can do a fake tree, and then just you know get like a wreath, and the wreath will have the smell or something like that. Yeah, dude, my wife's all about candles, so fucking. <laughs> Depends which room you're in. It's either gonna smell like a fucking marshmallow or a pine tree or some some <laughs> other fucking. I get a headache no matter which room I'm walking in. It's fucking yeah. ridiculous. So uh, you had made a comment to me about how airplanes now are. Now I found this kind of odd because last episode you don't like flying, but yet you have a certain opinion about airplanes. Well, so so I like to torture myself. I'm one of those like what do they call them? masochist yeah masochist and i i'm terrified of flying but i'll look up shit about planes like turbulence videos people fighting on airplanes and i always seem to get them because i'm in that youtube fucking rabbit hole algorithm they have Mm -hmm. um it just feel like i see so many videos of people fighting on fucking airplanes and just losing their shit and the other day i was watching it i was like dude it's it reminds me of like a maury episode but no one's no one's cousins are getting fucked by another cousin or uncle and yeah. just people are so mad at each other it's like a a bus ride in you know 1998 it, it solidifies my lack Your of fear. desire to fly yeah i mean i think you put people in any sort of conti- contained space small confined space like a plane or a bus or a boat or fucking room or you know any you're gonna have tensions that flare and i think i told you we i shared my story about the the plane where they they grounded us because there was a bomb threat of some sort and the, you know this guy and his family was started threatening the steward because he wanted to get off and yeah. um you know. yeah i mean i feel like we almost got there one time i i think we were we were just we were landed and letting people on um some lady wanted to get food and she was all pissed off to begin with. And she put her jacket on over my seat and it was like hanging over like my face. Mm. Um, and she didn't want to move it and it started getting a little testy. And I was just told her, I was like, listen, lady, I was like, you can either go fuck yourself or go fuck yourself. But either way, you're going to end up fucking yourself. So get your shit off my seat. And, you know, and luckily she did, but I remember the stewardess, he was huge. He was huge, huge motherfucker. <laughs> and I saw him listening in, and I was like, "Hey, if I get kicked off this fucking flight, that just means I don't have to fly anymore." So, I was... <laughs> little did she know, I was probably not the one to really uh, 
um, flex on that day, I guess. Well, especially if you're scared of flying, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't want to be on the flight, so I was ready to get kicked off of it. It was just a good reason. It would have been a good reason. <laughs> so speaking of fights, I've, uh, I've taken on to this new tactic on social media. Um, you know, I've discussed how I don't like fighting with people. Like I just, that's why I avoided social media for a long Mm -hmm. time and found myself diving back into it ever so slightly, putting my toes in there and just, I hate the water already, you know, like just people just disgust me. So what I have been doing is I've been finding other people that are fighting. And then I message the person whose side I agree with. And I just, I just give them a, Hey, Hey, good job, brother. Can't keep up the good fight. You know? So this way I get very passive aggressive because the guy who he's fighting with is definitely, you know, may or may not see my comment about how I disagree with him, but I'm not really talking to them. I'm just talking to the guy I agree with. Yeah. That's, that's not a bad tactic. And then you can come on the podcast and bitch about him. It's, you know, it's kind of great. You well, I'm not even it. bitching about anybody. I'm just no, no, telling no. Them, like, I, I guess, yeah. I guess, venting. You know, you still get to say that they're an idiot, but you don't have to tell them they're an idiot, and you know, you still get to vent and get it out. Well, even yeah. better. I'm just being extremely positive, right? Because I'm just saying, like, oh, hey, Bob, I saw how you are. Uh, you know, I, I see how you're you're, you're fighting with so and so, and and I just say, man, keep up the fight. You're, you're doing a great job. It's so angering when people try to use like what aboutisms and so try to fucking... say there's try to say there's two sides to every story when there's really just facts and lies. So like there's facts fuck... and lies. So fucked up. <laughs> No, it's super great, man. It's like it's given me newfound reason to go find things. I'm 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 about to go onto Twitter or Parlor, I think is what I next one I'm gonna go into. I think oh, we talked no. about this before. Yeah. You're like gassing these people up and being like, Hey, go fucking fight this person and ruin your night and be depressed the rest of the night. I'm I got well, your they, back. Yeah, it's more like God, can you believe how dumb these fucking idiots are? And it's just, you know, I'm not I'm not saying that to anybody. I'm just saying that to the guy I agree with. It's great. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. I, that's when you know I have too much time on my hands. Because if I'm on Facebook, I have too much time on my hands. Yeah, I mean, I figured you could just do it, you know, do what I do and just come on the podcast and say fuck them about a bunch of different people. You know, It's only once a week, though, bro. Like, that's another thing I was thinking. Like, what do you do? So, I, you know, I'm on this vacation, right? And, like, I have a little bit of downtime. And, you know, the kids are doing whatever. The wife's doing whatever. I'm like, okay, what do I do with myself? And so before I tell you what I've been doing with myself, what do you do with yourself when you have, like, nothing else to do? What do I – like, when the kids are gone? Yeah, like, when you just – you know, besides masturbate, because I know you do. But – you have yeah. like two or three hours to do whatever you want. What do you do? Oh, I am. I, I still play video games from time to time, and I am probably going to roll a fat ass blunt and get in my underwear and probably play video games for a little bit. What game I are you playing? I only play one game, <laughs> and it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm one of those old people. I play this game called Rocket League, and it's just it's it's a fucking really cool game. And it's gonna sound stupid, but it's like you're playing soccer, mm-hmm. but instead of a person, you drive a vehicle. It's like Need for Speed meets okay. FIFA. Interesting. And is that on uh, Xbox? It's all over. It's it's cross platform, so you, you can do it on PC, PlayStation, Xbox. I mean, dude, they have like collegiate teams. It's it's pretty fucking in depth. Like this is season nine. They have like champions. 
okay. who make millions of fucking dollars. It's crazy. It's wow. crazy. Well, I play video games too, so I, I do not look down on you at all. Um, well, I, yeah, I guess I guess the only reason I say that is because you know, like I we mentioned Bill Burr a few times, and he's he's made some comments about you know if you're over thirty years old or forty years old and you play video games, I just don't fucking get you. You know, fuck him, fuck him, fuck you if you think that. I don't care. It's something well, I enjoy. You know, it takes the stress off. Yeah, I I have a I mean I have a lot of different games that I play. I um. I play like little games on my phone, although like I go through that and I'm like, eh, whatever. Like I, those, I get really bored of real quick. I have, I'm a Nintendo guy. I've always loved Nintendo. It's family friendly. Ah. My friend, my kids can play with it, you know? And so, uh, in fact, I, one of the best things I ever bought my kids was this Star Wars, Lego Star Wars video game that covered the first six Star Wars movies. Uh, and it was for the old Nintendo Wii. And my God, my son, that was the best $9 I ever spent because my son probably got 80 hours of enjoyment over that over like a three-year period. Um, That's awesome. And, uh, but lately on this trip, I've been doing Sudoku, man. <laughs> like, I just feel oh, that uh, it's, uh, I'm, I'm at least challenging my brain a little bit. Dude, I got a soft spot for fucking Sudoku. So we were in Iowa back for, you know, a Christmas family thing and you know, I think it was like our third year back, might have had a kid, but I was still, I didn't really know Christy's brothers and sisters, and we went to one of those escape rooms, mm-hmm. and dude, we were fucking killing it, you know, we got like 10 minutes left, and they are like, all you have to do is figure out the Sudoku puzzle, and you'll get the final passcode, and I'm like, dude, I like throw my hat on the ground, I turn it back sideways like fucking Sylvester Stallone in <laughs> that arm wrestling movie, and I'm like, dude, I got this, nice. dude, I fucked it up so bad oh really (laughs) oh so bad and i'm usually good at it and dude i felt like such a douchebag to this day i'm still thinking like dude is that cocksucker talking about my sudoku (laughs) over there (laughs) (laughs) so my favorite sudoku story is uh my sister who's extremely smart like much smarter than i have ever been or ever will be she like this is like she's someone that she's someone that you'd call for a lifeline We've already gone over. Absolutely, that's right. <laughs> and, and I actually think she listens to this podcast too. So hi, Shannon. Uh, hey, Shannon. Thanks for listening. <laughs> she. Uh, it was like four or five Christmases ago, and we were at my parents' house celebrating Christmas. This is even more before. This is before kids even. And we were like, "Oh, talking about Sudoku." And I'm like, "Hey, well, you want to have a challenge? You want to do a Sudoku challenge?" And so uh-huh. we basically took the same Sudoku like the puzzle and we we made a photocopy of it and then we raced each other to see who could finish it first and i kicked her ass bad like super bad like she was i was all done and she was like huh how what like she still had like so much to do (laughs) so i felt like it was like probably the one thing i know i I did better than my sister. Maybe she's better now. I don't know. But uh, and please tell me you hang that over her head from time to time. Still, no, that's not my style, man. I don't. I don't hold anything over people's heads. Even God you, buddy. Damn. Why are you? Damn. It's just funny how our paths come. To, you know, a, a Southern California nice guy meets a fucking burly prick from New England. Yeah, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Damn, well, that's why, friends. again, and, and that's why I'm so proud of myself for beating you in fantasy football this season twice because yeah. that's the yeah, one thing we, I, can, I can claim right now. What can I say? <laughs> Weed brings people together, right? That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I think this has been another great episode of Talking Shit. And uh, 
I don't know about you. Oh, you know, I forgot one other thing. We were totally right. Trump kind of conceded, sort of. <laughs> yeah, sort of. I don't think he'll ever concede. No, but... he'll, he'll always have won. In a yeah, it's it's getting a little more entertaining because it's a little less scary. Yeah, I think I agree. I agree. You know, sit back, fucking take your shoes off, grab some hot chocolate or a nice coffee, and enjoy the show because it's going to be right. an interesting couple months. That's right, man. All right, buddy. Well, right, enjoy bye. your day, and uh, I will talk to you next week on Talking Shit. <laughs>